Hello, hello, welcome back. I always hate my intros, they're bare cringe. <laughs> I need to come up with a proper intro. Like, I don't fucking know, man. I'll be I'll be back with a proper intro or something. Um How are you guys? <laughs> I sound proper lazy. It is 2.30. No, it's 2.40. I started this at 2.30. It's 2 it's 2 40 because I had to re-record it. Um it's 2 40. <laughs> um 9th of August, yeah. Um I'm back quicker than I thought I would be. You know, I'm surprised, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Um God, loads, loads of shit has happened, man. Loads of shit. 2020 is just a heap of shit, man. Like, I'm actually tired of this year. And I say that in 2021 will probably be just as bad if we make it. Let's see if we make it. Um Yeah, what's been going on? Okay, let's start with the light shit. So Gasworks is cancelled. Wallahi, when I heard that, cancel the whole year. <laughs> that's when that's where I draw a line. Gasworks, if you guys don't know, get to know. It was a TV. It was like a show, um, on YouTube, uh, hosted by the one and onlys, um, Alhan and Poet. Like it was basically the epitome of London culture. It was just vibes. I loved it. Um. But yeah, man, they said they've cancelled it and they're starting up a new show. I would just wait for the new show is what is. But yeah, I got that news today, sadly. Also, what happened? The Cardi B video. I can't remember what it's called. What? What? Like, I don't know if they're saying WAP or WAP or whatever. Um, I'm going to get roasted for that. <laughs> We're just going to firm it. Um, yeah, so the video, if you haven't seen it, it's a bit... Mm, <laughs> um i i'd say go check it if you're if you're if you're okay with that type of uh, explicit content um there's an issue that's risen from the twitter community and i like as always with their cancel culture on kylie jenner kylie jenner's in the video right and she's i don't know she literally just walks and goes into a room for like maybe 20 seconds she has quite a long bit um and everyone's just saying that there was a fucking petition to get her taken out of the video that was so jokes to me it's like oh my god this is what you actually direct your time to this is what quarantine has got people doing so you can't start a petition to you know make her pay her bangladeshi workers but get her out of a music music video yeah we got time for that <laughs> oh the see hate council culture man um yeah, my issue, I've got a bit of an issue with it. I have an issue with the with everyone being onto Kylie because oh, they're, they're, they're not doing it because they genuinely don't like seeing Kylie in it. It's because of cancel culture. You see everyone saying, oh, we hate Kylie, we hate Kylie because she's not paid her workers. I think that's why. I would assume because that is the big that's the recent major thing that's happened with her. And you know what? If that energy was real, fucking keep it. She should pay her workers, hundred percent. But my issue is that I know that 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 energy is just so oh fake. It's so fake. It's just part of and we've and you know you can try and say that I'm wrong and I'm capping, but we've seen it with all cancel culture. You know we cancelled Cardi B for a bit. Mm, look where she's now. 
we cancelled fucking Doja Cat. Let's see how long that lasts. We cancelled, we cancelled Nella Rose for a bit, man. The the timeline went on a cancel culture spree, and it's just like everyone can bounce back from it. So it's clearly not that you know meaningful. So it's just kind of it's just kind of frustrating. Just like, are you guys gonna give up anytime soon? <laughs> So yeah, that's my opinion on that. Not that anyone asked. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what else? On a more serious note, prayers out for everyone in Lebanon. They are going through a serious, serious issue right now. Hopefully, there will be an episode released on that. Just for a little update for anyone who doesn't really understand what's going on. Um, I just thought I'd do an episode today a bit more close to home because I've been doing um, quite a few on other issues, you know. Um, at the end of the day if you can't tell from my accent i'm british through and through so you know thought we'd switch up the topic but yeah prayers out to lebanon prayers out to beirut um they're going through a mad economic crisis uh just exacerbated by coronavirus and now this bomb um you know mad corruption um in the government etc it's just all crazy it's all mad like genuinely keep them in your prayers if you pray um yeah man uh, those are the those are the main issues that have come to mind and so we can just get right back into it my intro always takes forever man i said i'd keep it short or whatever i'm sorry um we're gonna get into the topic today wiley <laughs> i'm a bit late on it um my excuse is that i've been waiting to see the end result of all of his repercussions shall we say um this is my excuse yeah wiley man he tweeted some questionable shit about a week and a bit ago if my memory serves me well um yeah it was quite a while ago but it's the the, the conversation is still ongoing about this and i think it should still be ongoing i'm here to remind you um yeah basically long story short he tweeted very anti-semitic shit it was very anti-semitic if you say otherwise you're very much burying your head in the sand you know there's no two ways about this just to you know read it read some of the tweets to you because he went on like some rant i don't know what was happening but yeah he was taking out his thoughts onto his keyboard um and and just sent it out to the world this is what he said jewish people are cowards do something to me i'm waiting that was one second jewish people act rough but they hide behind the police and there are two sets of people who nobody has really wanted to challenge jewish and kkk but being in business for 20 years you start to understand why it's just mad <laughs> what he said was so out of line in so many different ways it was so anti-semitic you know he clearly is directing you know the entire community here in his opinions which is so wrong you know if if you feel as though these are not anti-semitic um because i know there are some people that out there that that do think that i would say place your religious um community like whether you're christian muslim sikh hindu buddhist etc whatever if you are atheist you know just just substitute that word in tell me what your opinion would be on it then 
people find it a very hard time to put themselves in other shoes and that's why they tend to be more harsh on you know things when it doesn't affect them by that I mean you know say for example you have um the fucking middle upper class saying oh to the working class well you know work harder you can get yourself up Mm, doesn't really work like that mate because at the end of the day that's like how many obstacles they face that other people don't have to face etc my point is that you have to put yourself in other people's shoes to genuinely see their perspective and some people find that a struggle i guess um so yeah, so my what we're, what we're discussing today is not whether it was anti-Semitic or not. I mean, that should be clear as day. If it isn't, th- there's not much I can say to you, if you know what I mean. Um, I've, I've said what all that could really be said to convince, because sadly there are still people that need convincing. Um, what the topic, what we're going to be discussing today is the difference in treatment hopefully this shouldn't go on for too long, I'm going to try to keep this one a bit short, but um, there is an issue that has been raised from this situation, the issue is the difference in treatment, so when Wiley is anti-Semitic, he gets banned off of all social media platforms, and is subject to lose one of his awards, the um, the MBE. Um, you know, it's been filed to be lost for his comments. Um, whether or not they're going to do that, they haven't actually decided yet. And, you know, whether you agree these are the right repercussions or not, I think is, is a different conversation again, because that is a discussion of freedom of speech and some people would say yes you should have the right to say whatever you want um and then some people will be like well no there has to be a line i am with the people that say well no there has to be a line because at the end of the day if you've done any form of um you know studying into history all you see is that that line of freedom of speech if it's non-existent tends to allow a a growth of xenophobic beliefs uh, an outpour i'm not here calling for you know fucking censorship we're not going to be a dictatorship at the end of the day and yes there should be levels of freedom of speech however if you are inciting violence if you are you know inciting hatred towards a community because at the end of the day I don't see an, why there should be a need or a right for freedom of speech if you're being xenophobic. And to those who disagree with me, I would say uh, your morals are very questionable. Um, simply because there there is no benefit to it. And slowly, if we were, in my opinion, if we were to continue that policy of not accepting a um, xenophobic beliefs being outpoured into the public it would slowly be fueled out no it would take a couple generations yes but it would slowly occur where people no longer think about grouping you know all jewish people or grouping all muslim people or grouping all um, the the black community etc etc 
Um, it's a very simplistic way of thinking at the end of the day. I do recognise there is far many more layers to it, you know. It's much more difficult than what I have just stated. But um, the premise of my point is just that, you know, we shouldn't be so accepting and so willing to give these ignorant people um, such a legal <laughs> um, outlet for their xenophobic beliefs. Fez, you know, can, can we agree on that? I don't know if you agree with me or not. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's I, I have little issue with, with the ban. My issue lies in the fact that Wiley has been banned after, within, you know, what was it, 12 hours of, of the tweets, but it took someone like Katie Hopkins, who has been permanently spewing xenophobic, Islamophobic, racist tweets 24-7 since, you know, I've, I've seen some of her racist tweets since, like, 2017. And she only recently just got banned off Twitter um, this month, <laughs> like within the last two weeks or something, three weeks or something. Um, that is insane. A difference of 12 hours and three years minimum. It could have been longer. I tried to find her beginning, but... Uh, couldn't really find it anywhere so it just raises the question of why why was there a difference why was it that Wiley was so you know he they were so hard down on him as they should be I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been they should have been uh they'd done their job there so why was it they were able to do their job there but not with Katie Hopkins when she was being Islamophobic why not with uh, Tom, Tommy Robinson when he's being Islamophobic? Why not with Donald Trump when he's being racist, Islamophobic, a pedophile? <laughs> you know, the, the list is fucking endless with him. Why the difference in treatment? It's, it, it causes a problem. I think to deny that there is a dilemma in this is, again, to bury your head in the sand. We need to address this. Why is it that when someone is anti-Semitic in the modern day, they face the correct repercussions far quicker and, dare I say, harsher than if someone is to be Islamophobic? or racist, or homophobic, or, you know, etc, etc. It's a a topic that needs, it's a um, discussion that needs to be had. I must clarify that this is not a attack, or, um, you know, a discussion against the Jewish community, because at the end of the day, the Jewish community don't really have a play on this. By that I mean... As much as Wiley would care to disagree and say they write the laws and they do this, this, that. Um, At the end of the day, the Jewish community has just about as much power as the Muslim community does when they face Islamophobia. Does that make sense? They are simply spokes... uh, They they can speak for themselves and they can, you know, 
report these events but at the end of the day it is at the hands of the press it is at the hands of you know these social media outlets etc that this issue is dealt with so why is there a difference this is an issue that needs to be addressed by these social media outlets because the fact that katie hopkins was able to tweet the following after the Manchester terrorist attack in 2017. Do not be part of the problem. We need a final solution. She was basically inciting for ethnic cleansing of the Muslim community uh, in order to deal with the issue of um, terrorism. Because apparently it's only ever Muslims who have been terrorists. You know, the IRA never existed and... um, well, it depends what you define as a terrorist organisation, if I'm honest, but I can definitely name a couple of other organisations that are terrorist-like, and they were not Muslim. And so the issue now is that why was she able to keep her Twitter account for three years after that tweet, in which she genuinely incited ethnic cleansing, but someone, but where Wiley said, and again, this was still terrible, but they are not on the same level of inciting violence, where Wiley says, you know, uh, what did he say again? He was like, the Jewish people act rough and Jewish people are cowards and X, Y, Z. He's not saying the government, a government, we need a final solution. That is two different, completely different scenarios. And I also draw on this Katie Hopkins example because what is the final solution referring to? If you are unaware, Hitler, um, when he introduced the the death concentration camps, when he introduced the murder of millions and millions of Jews um, in concentration camps through terrible, terrible... um, inhumane ways it was referred to as the final solution the last solution to solve the jewish problem exterminate them and that's what she was implying to the muslim community now me coming from a muslim background a muslim family it is disturbing to say the least that I would see that the likes of my brothers and sisters and my dear mother, who has been nothing but kind and loving throughout their lives um, and accepting of others, um, you know, religions and opinions, etc., etc., that they should go through an ethnic cleansing and that when someone makes that statement, they are still able to hold their source of influence on these social media outlets and continue to talk as if nothing happened. That makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not going to stretch it and say that makes me scared, but, you know, when you see... um, uh, I don't know if you guys remember about a year or two ago the Hunter Muslim Day 
Where it feels like, oh, you know, you rip a hijab off a hundred pounds, you kill one a thousand pounds, and etc. etc. It was a weird list, a hit list. It was like if you do X, Y, Z, in so in any way you terrorize them for their religion, burn a Quran. That was one of them on there as well. You earn a certain amount. That is the air in Britain recently. Uh, in the West, in general, since you know nine eleven. Um, where these Muslim terrorist organizations have started to um, rise. And these social media outlets are basically saying, yep, well, freedom of speech, she can say what she wants. But then the energy is different in regards to a different community. I recognise the how sensitive it, it must also be to the Jewish community. I was I was listening to um, I, I don't exactly I don't know her name. I was looking for her name. Um, I was listening to BBC Radio Five, and she was there was a, there was a woman, and she was a, a journalist, and you know uh, she was doing her bit or whatever. And she was discussing the YATs, and and she's she's Jewish, and her obviously her whole family's Jewish, etc. Um, and and she was talking about how these tweets scared her, genuinely scared her. And she says that, and when you and you know on surface you think scare you, like why are tweets going to their tweets? You know why are they going to scare you? And then you listen, and then she talks about how her grandma had, you know. Um, fled from Austria a a concentration camp in Austria how her husband's grandmother had survived excruciating torture in Auschwitz Auschwitz and you you hear her talk about this and it is still in living memory and she talks about how these are the this is the grandmother that used to tuck her into bed at night and read her bedtime stories this is still very close to home very close to home i see a lot of people try and say you know the holocaust was so long ago get over it Mm, no 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 we're not going to get over it we are never going to get over it and i say that not to keep this mentality that the Jewish community are victims, although that is not my place to, to you know, decide whether they want to keep that mentality or not. At the end of the day, um, that is their decision. That has nothing to do with me. I'm not a Jewish spokesperson. I can't, I can't, I can't um, decide that on their behalf. But at the end of the day, it is about learning from history. And if we are to keep on making the same mistake humanity always makes get over it you know it's been long enough and then someone finally says oh you know what you're right it's been long enough let's just get over it sweep it under the carpet we're good we'll be fine and then it happens again and it's a vicious cycle again and again and again and again and again so we should be angry at Wiley and what he said and I do understand why this would be hurtful towards the Jewish community and worrying towards the Jewish community my only issue is that why are we not also considerate of other communities why are we not holding the same energy 
towards the black community. A community that has been persecuted in the West for the last 400 years. And is still ongoing. That's the worst part. It is still ongoing. And when a BBC presenter says the N-word live, they do not face the same repercussions. But the BBC refused to even show Wiley's tweets because they said that it was inflammatory and, 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 you know, they don't, they would never put that type of content on their show. So why, why the difference? So why is it acceptable to say the N-word in, in order to stick to a story, you know, they were, they were um, reporting a, 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 um, an event where racism obviously was carried out, and they use the word, but then these tweets where you would just simply attach them as an image, they, 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 that wasn't allowed. I understand the reason behind not attaching these tweets. You don't want to promote these tweets. You don't want to make it seem as though you're saying, yeah, come have a look at it. But don't make it okay for the N-word to be said. It is not okay for the N-word to be said. And then you see BBC later on make it, because, um, you know, you can go on BBC iPlayer and, and re-listen to these, um, uh, you know, these episodes or whatever. And, and they had removed it. <laughs> so clearly they knew something was wrong. They Clearly they knew that it wasn't okay. Do people have to call you out on it for you to know whether you're being racist or not? Do people have to call you out on it to know whether you're being selective? Because it was very much selective. That is my issue here. I think that is a lot of people's issue here. Um, you know, what more needs to be said about it? So, so this is where the issue stands, and I think this is something that all of the minority groups need to come collectively to deal with. You know, the the deputies of um, the board of deputies of British Jews put out a statement against Twitter, you know, when they took too long. They took, like, 12 hours to, to take down the tweets and then ban him. It was only a temporary ban at the time, but now it's become permanent. But, yeah, they, t- they put out a statement saying social media companies have not, um, you know, they, they, they didn't act quick enough. It just was not good enough. And then they go on, they say social media companies have not been strong or fast enough about tackling racism misogyny or homophobia they are talking about all of these different communities and so it's clearly not an us versus them at the end of the day you know we all let's 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 do a a very simplistic comparison you know we all had that that one kid that was favorite that the, the teacher loved the most you know, throw back to primary school days or nursery days or whatever, you could just tell they liked them a bit more. But there was no real reason for it. You know, we would behave just as kindly and we would be just as nice and they would make the same mistakes that we would and we would make the same mistakes as they did, but they were, we were, it was normal, you know, and they were just as nice as we were. But the teacher, for some reason, always liked them more. Is that the kid's fault? 
Because then what would end up happening? We'd feel a sense of resentment to the kids. But is it the kids' fault? It's like, oh, there's a favourite sibling. I think we all know that feeling of a favourite sibling. If you have any other siblings, you would know, you know, there tends to be the favourite sibling. Uh, I, t- I am the favourite sibling, but... <laughs> um, there tends to be a favourite sibling. Uh, usually the youngest, hence why I am the favourite. Uh, and you tend to, like, start getting annoyed, man. It's like, well, why are they getting everything that I don't? And why do they get all the affection that I don't? And da 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 And it builds up a sense of resentment the more and more and more it occurs. So this is very much an issue for the Jewish community as well because, and this is something that needs to be acknowledged, well, you know, they have acknowledged the, the Jewish community, but um, uh, acknowledged by the, um, by the public, by the government by these newspapers, by social media outlets, that in creating this overprotectiveness, not overprotectiveness, sorry, misuse of words, by creating this protectiveness over anti-Semitism, but not using the same level of protectiveness over other forms of xenophobia, they are creating a divide. They are widening the divide. More and more and more. And, you know, sadly, we just have to admit that not everyone is as, you know, open-minded. Not everyone is as educated. Not everyone is as willing to open their minds. And so people tend to take the easy route and just be um, ignorant and take it out on the Jewish community and and hate on the Jewish community. And then, you know, if a community is constantly hating on you, well, what are you going to do? You're going to become more hostile towards them. You're not going to really want to talk with them. You're not going to really want to socialize with them. You're going to stick to your own. It completely divides, divides, divides further, 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 further. This is not solving the issue of anti-Semitism. This is exacerbating it. And so... What needs to be taken up by these um, media outlets is a sense of communal protection. We care for the entire community. We care for every single British person. We care for every single asylum seeker. We care for every single immigrant. We care for anyone who has a right to fucking live, which is, in my opinion, every human, unless you're you know, a dictator you have the right to protection from xenophobia. And I just think that that policy needs to be taken up on by these uh, larger corporations so that this divide can be um, closed slowly. But yeah, guys. I kept it short, right? It was a bit of a shorter topic, thankfully. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't too much to discuss. Um, that's just my opinion on the entire situation. This is what this podcast is about. It's just opinions. I don't know why my opinions tend to be an hour and a bit long. Um, we halved it this time. But, yeah, um, I will be back soon, hopefully, hopefully, very soon, hopefully. Lot to discuss, lot to discuss. 
um i hope you guys stay updated i will also be um creating social media platforms soon if you guys ever want to just add or you know get any updates on when an episode is coming out i know i'm not really regular yet haven't figured out a timetable ever if you guys want to drop suggestions if you guys want to drop you know a discussion or any of that we can we can debate on fucking twitter i don't mind we can do anything yeah i'm gonna sort that soon but for now i hope you all stay healthy stay kind um yeah be kind guys be loving um don't be don't have your head up your ass please (laughs) um and yeah that's all that's all from me so i hope you all take care and yeah have a good one